Hello, 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 and welcome to the Lowly Yogi Tales and Other Stuff podcast. Welcome from the multiverse, wherever you find yourself vibrating. Attune this way, and let us have some fun. Today, join as we wander in auspicious coincidence together. I thought today, we'd move a little further, share another Tara tale. This Tara tale came out first to the last, Monkey Magic. It's called, it's called The Monkey Magic. And it's one of my favorites. It was my introduction to Monkey King and also Hanuman in many ways. Uh, both incredible beings. And um, I'm going to have fun today sharing their tale with you all. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Another Tara tale. The magic is secret, as every yogi knows. It is only proper to create a miracle to teach one's disciples. Well... Here is a tale that tells the great of the greatest sorcerer of all time. He comes life after life, not knowing his only purpose. His immense potency. Only when it is time for the golden age to begin is he empowered once more. May we, together with the telling of this tale, empower the great monkey king once again, so that he may give birth and protect us as he did great Rom within the Golden Age. Rom, Rom, Rom. The Monkey King. I will now share with you, my children, my favorite story. To do so, I must perform a feat of magic. The crowd grew quiet in anticipation. They had heard of Tara's great power, but to this day had never witnessed it. Excitement, like lightning, moved through the crowd, luminous men, women, and children. Tara raised her hand in her mudra, thumb and forefinger touching as if holding a beautiful, delicate flower. Her other elegant green hand reached out to the crowd. As her hand stilled, the air began to sparkle. The crowd found the nature of their existence within them and around them, they all began to swirl in great colors. Tara changed to all the audience's surprise into a scene, her voice resonating in each onlooker's cells. I will let the monkey, my great protector and friend, tell his tale in his peach-sweet, playful way. Do not underestimate this prankster. Everyone does, and they always pay the price. Tara's laugh resonated as a scene appeared. Two wild-looking beings, one a chestnut-brown monkey the size of a man, the other a pig-headed man. They sat at the bar, drinking the peach ambrosia of the gods. Pigsy, a pig-headed being, once a flesh-eating demon, now monkey's best friend, was laughing with monkey as they drank. He said, Monkey, do you remember the times before we attained enlightenment and found our way to Tara's Buddha field? Monkey tittered <laughs> and responded without hesitation. Yes, my friend, since we got here, I have been able to remember it all. Tell me about your lives, monkey. You know mine. I'll drink up, my friend, for it is a tale indeed. While Pigsy began to drink, monkey began. Every lifetime, I forget myself, but in the end, they are all pretty much the same. Forget yourself? What do you mean? asked Pigsy, the pig-headed demon, cursed general and one of Monkey's closest protector friends. 
It was that damn Saru so many lifetimes ago. You see, when I came into the world, I am but a child. And one lifetime, let me, ha, 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 let me begin with my first empowerment. You see, my magic comes from my Vajra body, and that was given to me many lifetimes ago by Indra. I was a monkey child who thought the sun looked like a candy. So, as any child would, I flew up to the sun to eat it. Before I could pluck it out of the sky, Indra struck me with his Vajra bolt, and down I fell. But in that act, he made my power adamantine. I became terrifying to all. A child with absolute potency of magic in its adamantine, indestructible form. So a crazy yogi, seeing the dilemma, cursed me to forget my power, only to be remembered when it was needed once again. <laughs> Monkey laughed with glee and drank his peach ambrosia until his cup was empty. The bar was one of the most extraordinary of environments. Inside it, it was made all of one piece of wood, carved intricately into a bar that could hold and entertain many hundreds. Truly a bar for the warriors and protectors of all time. This was Tara's bar. Monkey and Pigsy sat at the long slab of wood, which within it were carved all of the stories of beings throughout time who had been demon tamers. Subjugation after sub subjugation as each demon realized their Bodhi mind. In the great one wood bar, where were wonders which look over, were windows, my goodness, forgive me, were windows which look over Tara's kingdom, green and full, filled with wealth and protection for all of its inhabitants. Behind the bar, beautiful Dakini served the most delicious intoxicants, blessed with Bodhi mind. As, Bo as Monkey finished his drink, a petite, playful Dakini, a spirit with diamond eyes and a luxurious curve, served Monkey another beach ambrosia. Monkey smiled. Before my curse, I was a bit of a rascal. You see, the gods and demons alike always underestimate my power. They did so once, and I became so angry, I destroyed the great beach banquet. It took the Buddha and Tara as Kuan Yin to tame me. The, the emperor of the Jade Palace and all of his army could do nothing to stop me. That was a great battle. Monkey took his mace, a toothpick from behind his ear, and continued, I smashed many gods' heads that day. Pixie laughed out loud. That was before we met, wasn't it, Monkey? Yes. But let me return to sharing the tale of my lives, putting his mace back. Please, please, another round over here, please, Pigsy said as Monkey, with his chestnut eyes, began once again. After the battle with the gods of the Jade Palace, I was locked under a mountain for 500 years, and in that time I remembered something important. Locked under the seal of compassion, you see, I remembered my purpose. I have been Monkey many times. Always my power is present, but locked away under the six syllables. The curse was released. I remembered I had come to bring an end to the dark age of Kalima. I understood my powers and magics, my mace given to me by the Dragon King of the Eastern Seas. You see, before that, like you, I had been using my powers as a demon would to take power from others. But as I sat in the mountain, it became clear why my guru, Bodhi, had cast me out. I had become proud of my magics. 
I could cloud jump. My kung fu was unparalleled. My staff could transform from the size of a needle to the length of the great Dayu, used to measure the depths of the ocean. My hairs, I could, and still can, transform into anything I desire. I forget that my magics, when given to me by my guru, for a re were given to me for a reason by my guru. I last myself and sweet Tara had brought me back. It took Tara to remind me that was when we met and took our journey to the, with the monk to China, to the West. He never would have made it without us. Point <laughs> Big G. No, indeed, we met de many demons on that road. The door was open at that time, and the dark age of the demons reigned supreme. He needed our protection, without a doubt. Do you remember that one you tricked into cutting off his head? Oh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Killed him with a lowly bitch who came up and took the head and ran away. <laughs> Good dog, indeed. Both laughed and drank deeply once again. How many demons have you slain, monkey? <laughs> yes, my story. You see, I wanted my guru's love, and so I bragged of my powers. I wanted him to see me and pour his sweet kindness over me. I was childish. He had given me everything. Wasn't that enough? When he sent me away, I was hurt and spent life trying to, trying to be seen the way only he could do it, until I remembered an earlier life, a life where my guru had been wrong and I Hanuman. As I sat in the black prison, I remembered how much I loved Great Ram. I loved him in the same way I loved my guru Bodhidharma. In that moment, it became clear what it was I was to do. The, the curse lifted. Soon after, Kuan Yin came to me and asked for my help. I had... In, in so that... Woo, I had an in, in, inkling that this would lead me, an inkling that this would lead me to my purpose, and indeed it did. Wild times we had in our journey to the West, we played some good tricks on each other, didn't we, friend? Why, yes, my friend, we did. But you did not answer my question. How many demons have you slayed? You really want to know? Well, Monkey responded with a sly smile. I didn't kill you, did I? Ha, monkey, I mean it. I know, here in Tara's realm, your nickname is Slayer of Demons. How did you get that name? Well, Pigsy, I slayed a great many demons. Enough to close the door to their realm forever and begin the Golden Age once again. Well, thank you for that, by the way, Pigsy snorted as he turned to the sweet Dakini behind the bar. Another round for me and my friend, for he is going to tell us the story of how he brought about the Golden Age. A round for everybody, as I bet none of you lot have done anything like that. All the grizzled warriors and protectors in the bar cheered, Huzzah, monkey, huzzah! And one, as one called out, and quiet, quiet, you hearty lot. Let us listen with this pig-headed fiend to the tale of Monkey King and the Golden Age. Monkey smiled as the crowd gathered, storytelling in, in, the, in the one wood bar was common, and this was his very first sharing. He knew they were all friends with the understanding of what his 
than it was to protect the Dharma, but they all talked rough and rowdy, loved to fight, and they were not afraid of anything. Well, as I was saying, Tara's Kuan Yin freed me from my mountain. I took my journey with Pigsy, Sandy. Sandy smiled, having joined the crowd and that priest. We got to meet the Buddha, and he gave us enlightenment for our efforts. Then I knew once again that I, what I was to do. I set, out, I set out, alone this time, for it was mine to do, my journey. It made the journey to the West seem like a fairy tale, for I set out for the door to the realm of the demons. Let me tell you, my friend, I needed all my powers and all my love to not get lost forever in that realm. You all know it well. You and I have ventured there. It is our courage to dance with the demons that make us protectors. It is our love with, of Tara's Bodhi Bliss that protects us and others. And it was that Bodhi Bliss which helped me. For you see, my friends, my journey began a road of pitch black. For what felt like many ages, I walked in the black. There was no light, no stars, no moon, just inky black, step after step, with only my love of Tara as the black demons attacked my mind. Thoughts of hell, suffering, <coughs> power plagued my mind, and so I sang. Monkey magic, monkey bliss, you cannot touch me even though you take and hiss. Monkey magic, monkey bliss, I cannot wait to meet you and make you piss. I will stomp on your head with my mighty mace. I will cut your face and stamp your ass. Monkey magic, monkey bliss. Attack, manipulate, tease, intent. For this is yours, and it is your last. Oh, on that I insist. Monkey magic, I say. Monkey bliss, making up mighty verses of what these demons had coming to them. The more I sang, the more excited I became. I could not wait for the battle. Of course, I was already in it. The demon hordes were the darkness, their poison, the toxic fear, doubt, and seduction, which, if not met with love, would trap me in their entrails, so they might feast on me for eternity. Monkey looked out at the crowd, who were wrapped, hanging on his every word. He hopped onto the bar and began to dance. As he told his tale, behind the bar the Dakinis began to weave his words in the sparkling air, and the dark of hell surrounded Monkey as he continued. I walked and sang, sang and walked until I came to an ancient sacrificial fire. It was the first light, and the horde of black surrounded me. It was then my first battle began. I reached down to my leg and grabbed a handful of my hair, threw it into the air as they plunged on top of me. As many hairs as flew were the armies of monkey pranksters who came to my assistance. Ha ha ha! Oh, what fun! <laughs> we fought and we smashed and danced. Each demon I smashed empowered me further. My clothes covered in their blood became impenetrable armor. We destroyed thousands that day, me and my hair. And again I sang, Monkey magic, monkey bliss, don't you worry, I won't miss. The joy as I smashed their bones and danced on their guts, as I danced around the sacrificial fire, smash, dancing, laugh, the blaze grew higher, fire fueled by devotion, by love, the demon corpses, and I burned them all until the black of hell 
no longer called out with their fear or pain or power. I was just dark. And my friends, how that fire blazed as the demons burnt. You all would have loved it, to be sure. What a sacrificial flame. I sat down next to the flames, thinking that my job was done, practicing my sadhana to Ram, the sadhana I had remembered under the mountain, finding peace as I recalled the kindness of all of my gurus of my many lives. Life after life opened in front of my eyes, the dakinis manifesting, not monkeys' words. As I sat by the fire, I realized with all of my gurus, it was time I stepped into the demon fire, sitting on the demon corpses, surrounded by the flame and smoke. In the fire and smoke, I remembered my earliest life. My staff began to glow and form its end. Its end became a trident blade. A cobra with the essence of Shakti, Mother Bliss, appeared around the staff. And as I settled into my new understanding that I, monkey, Hanuman, was a great Shiva himself. In that moment, there was a cry of horror, a roar and an alligator hiss, which resounded through all of hell. Monkey magic, monkey bliss, three lord slayer, golden age Bodhi, that is my bliss. I stood up. Monkey loving his audience ascension danced with glee floating into the air. I knew the root of my magic. I knew I loved Shiva with the most ancient self to the core. For I was the most ancient Tara Mother Uma Shakti essence, and whatever was coming to me now had truly met its match. I knew with all of my being that for her and her alone I would give anything, die, live, suffer, and yell. For her alone, the Great Mother, I would meet these demon lords and bring about the Golden Age. The crowd cheered and toasted to Monkey, Great Shiva and Shakti fire love. They all drank deeply. May Bodhi bless reign supreme, they drank again. Then they were upon me, leering with evil intent. The three held the power of the material world. A raven-headed demon, beak of the sharpest steel, talons had tor torn the heart from many beings. The bird-eyed beast was blue-black like her crow's wings in the sun. Her front was that of a... A bird body with legs like a woman, but the feet again just like her hands, talons of adamantine steel. The next was a lion-headed one, with a great barrel chest, standing as a man but hands and feet of paws of a great cat. What a golden mane this one had, my friend. You would have been in awe to see his pride and golden power. The last one had the head of a... Monkey paused. He was about to say alligator, but no, he was a vicious crocodile. His teeth snapped and his skin was silver and sparkled as though he was protected in a diamond armor. His tail came out from him just like mine, but long, thick, and covered in scales. He had, I say had, because I smashed him soundly, Monkey said, smiling. He, he had stood like a man. All three were ancient, wore ancient armor and held weapons in their hands. The raven, I like to call her a crow, it made her mad whenever I did, held a noose to catch her prey and an axe to chop them to pieces. The lion held a flaming sword, blue flames danced up and down the blade. The crocodile demon held a vicious spiked mace in one hand and a shield covered with the heads 
and skulls of all the great warriors he had slain. They surrounded me as they came close. I noted the, ser the serpents they wore as bracelets and belts. This infuriated me, he said, point. This infuriated monkey, pointing at his furry chest. How dare they enslave Nagas in such a way? Yet another reason for me to stomp them into the ground. They were on all sides of me like this, he said, pointing at the Dakinis who showed this to the crowd. It's a picture. Um, yes, it is, of a triangle surrounding him in the middle of the fire. Me in the fire, see? And them in the triangle of doom. This is how they had ended the lives of many great beings. But not on that day, my friends. I tell you, I have never felt so empowered. The demon fire had given me all of their power. Like Lao Tzu's furnace, my eyes were now ablaze with red, and the time had come to, me, to meet my calling. They growled, chawed, and snapped at me, describing all of the ways they would make me suffer for eternity for destroying their demon king's army. Little did they, or I for that matter, know that I was just a piece in Tara's plan, and she would soon make quick work of this demon king. What an honor to be one, the one who to help her close the door to the demon realm forever. But I digress. The three lords, like all the others, underestimated this silly monkey, and so it became my turn. There were no words to say, only action would suffice. The bar was silent, but as monkey paused, to finish his drink, Pigsy yelled out, Another round for everybody, for this battle begins! And begin it did, my friend, Monkey laughed. The demons grew to the size of three great mountains. They stormed down white-hot weapons of all kinds on my head, thinking they would make quick work of me. I laughed as the weapons turned to flowers and bounced off of my fur. So gentle and kind, I said, making fun of these silly demons. I jumped up. Now it's my turn. With my words, the demons became enraged. Who are you? Just a lowly monkey. You cannot hurt us, they said. The three lords of materialism ranted on. We have slayed and destroyed all, imprisoned and fed on the suffering of all beings for kalpas. So you admit your sins, I said, and I took the form of a priest, like the one we, we took to the west. Well, let me absolve them for you. I grew and grew as I did my staff with trident blades newly formed to size of three great mountains. As I grew, Shiva's Shakti bliss grew within me. I was becoming the Vajra monkey. Tara knew I always was. And with that, the battle really began. The three then closed in. My Kung Fu was extraordinary. Like a blur of animal, all animal forms danced, keeping these demons at bay with a smash to the head, a punch to the groin, a slash to the beak. I don't know if our fight can be described, but I tell you, my friends, it was so much fun. My hairs danced, becoming shields to block and spears to slay, and with the greatest of ease to these three surprise, I cut them to shreds, humiliating them again and again and again. Staff up the asshole, then into the crow's beak. You should have seen her look of horror and disgust as she tasted lion demon poo. So many wonderful moves like that, one until they lay slain at my feet. In that moment, I knew I had once again accomplished my purpose and brought about the golden age. 
I was once again the protector of the Brahmayana. My guru's love rained down on me, and Tara gave me a home in the realm of Dakas and Dakinis. Oh, how I love Tara. The bar broke out in a great cheer. Monkey! 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 Monkey's hands quieted the crowd. Would you like to meet the three lords of materialism? For there they are. Three beings now, in the garb of Dharma protectors, stood up and bowed to Monkey, saying five words. Thank you for freeing us. They bowed humbly to Monkey. Every protector in the bar stood up in that moment, and as one they bowed, saying in unison, Thank you, Monkey, for freeing us all. In that moment, as they watched Monkey dance out his You Are Welcome, their cells began to sparkle once again. Reality swirled into a rainbow dance, and Tara formed upon her throne, and the crowd once again sat in the beautiful garden, returned to the beginning of Tara's tale. That, my children, she said, is monkey magic. Huh. Well, thank you all for listening today. Now, play us out, Monkey Max. Play us out. Love you all. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Earth mother and friends You cross a hearth at last Long and we gray here While the king of demons had his way But no longer, no longer It's time to dance and sing this is the time when the golden age begins As we welcome love and peace and ease may never cease We welcome joy and bliss and all the highs of serpent's kids Welcome mother, welcome child, welcome body tender and mild Welcome protection and welcome friends it's been a long wait, but now the golden age begins. Welcome spring, summer, and fall, winter is Persephone's and sweetest of all. Welcome immortality, welcome all. It's time to dance and sing as the golden age begins. Welcome all your yogis, and we call you in. Welcome all you protectors, and we call you in. Welcome all you yogis as the golden age begins. 